Hey, Georgetown, I'm Maverick. And I'm Jake Edwards. And this is the GBC Empower Podcast. You did that joke already. No, I I just can't think of anything else. (laughs) Maybe people forgot about it. Maybe. Maybe. This is uh, episode 35, and you said there was famous people with the number 35. Who was that? When I was getting ready to get married, doing the countdown, anytime there was a number, I would pick like a jersey number. Mariano Rivera, closer of the New York Yankees, okay. was number 35. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was a number 35 once uh, on the bench for a, for a basketball playoff game. <laughs> they were like, hey, what number do we got left? Give old Mav 35. That's exactly what happened. Anyways, so um, we are super excited to keep doing this podcast with you guys. Again, I even kind of hate calling it a podcast, but let's just call it spade a spade. But the point of it is just for extra uh, communication for our church members and non-church members who are checking out our church. So we do a multitude of topics, and so if you can check out our our plethora of library, uh, find a topic that uh, suits you or you want to learn more about or you want to learn about to pass on to a friend, please, please do, because this is all about communication, and if this spurs up any questions, please don't find me, find Jake and ask. No, I'm just kidding. You can find me as well, too. Well, and one of the goals of this podcast is to help people, you know, learn from just conversations. And you may be really busy and you don't have time to, you know, sit down and come and meet with one of our mm-hmm. staff, even though that would be the best thing, you know, for us just to have a chance to get to know each other. But through this time, you can at least learn a little bit about what's going on. Uh, what does uh, our church or what do our ministers really believe on a topic? Yeah. But um, I hope this is helpful to you and at least just a tool to help you become better uh, acquainted with what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And that's and that's a good point. You know, we created this uh, in the mind of the of, of just a busy Christian, uh, whether it's a busy family or, or you know, we all go through season, seasons of busyness. And that's honestly going to be our topic uh, today. We can't escape the busyness for the most part of our lives. You know, baseball season's coming up, spring coming up. So it's a lot of sports. I know people who do cheer, who do baseball, who do track. And then I know that, I mean, um, you know, my father-in-law is a plumber. Guess what? Spring, it gets really busy because the weather's really nice. And so their, their business even picks up. So uh, Jake, my question for you today, or the question that we're going to be asking today, is how can you be a Christian in the midst of busyness? Everyone's so busy. I mean, we can just talk about it, but you know, you talk to people and you say, how are you doing? And a normal thing you'll hear is, I am so busy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, it's, it's almost like we've created in a culture that the busier we are, uh, the more productive we are. Um, and, and, you know, you've, if you've listened to all of our podcasts, you've heard us talk about how we try really hard to encourage families to know what their values are and to Mm -hmm. communicate that to, you know, their children and all the people in their life. Um, but I will tell you, even though, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to have my children in church on Sunday and Wednesday, the rest of the days are already decided for me. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's, that's a blessing, but it's also sometimes exhausting. You know, I, I have to grab a different bag almost every day and it's either the karate bag or the gymnastics bag, the bat, you know, the basketball, the mm-hmm. baseball, um, and, and now shot put. Okay. Luckily the school provides those. I don't have to bring those up to the, <laughs> the field, but 
you know, just sports alone um, can take up a lot of time or, or maybe church activity can take up a lot of time. You know, our church is doing so much all the time and you can be um, under the, you know, the, the, the ceiling of a church building and be so busy Mm -hmm. that you can miss out on a lot of important spiritual things. So it doesn't really matter where you are, what you're doing. You can fill up a lot of time. Um, So the question, how can I be a Christian in a busy season? It's honestly no different than in a non-busy season, remembering who you are in Christ remembering the gospel, uh, remembering that we can't let uh, all of our activity take away from who we actually are. Because, you know, it talks about this in scripture that the word of God is almost like a mirror that when you look into the word, you can see the reflection back of who God made you to be. But if you walk away from the mirror long enough, you can forget what you look like. You can forget who you are. And uh, the scripture that we've chosen today to help emphasize this uh, is the story of Mary and Martha when Jesus was in their home. I I mean, friends, can you imagine Jesus Christ in your home, sitting in your kitchen or in your living room and having the ability to serve him what an incredible thing. What, how would you even, how would you respond to Jesus is in your house and you're, you got to feed him lunch or hang out or whatever. Sorry about my dog. That, that would be the first <laughs> yes. sentence that ever came out of my mouth. I have uh, one dog who's just crazy and I have another dog who's Pentecostal and they're, they're each in their own mind. Y'all and, don't read into that, <laughs> that comment because it takes you nowhere. I don't even know what he just said. Uh, but no, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like if honestly you told, uh, me and my wife, Hey, Jesus is coming to your house right now. Um, we would go in an all out panic. We'd go into a panic uh, of just cleaning up things and all, you know, doing all the things, dusting. And it's like, it's so crazy. We do more cleaning within 15 minutes of someone telling us, hey, someone's coming over than we do for the rest of the week. You get know? a lot done in that time, we can't get you? A lot done in that yes. time. And so, like, you know, you see the story of Mary and Martha, which we're going to dive into. And honestly, one of the sisters was no different than how we were, um, you know, because if we do that for any guest, if we heard Jesus was coming over, I mean, seriously, like in, in a non-joking way, we'd go in all out panic and we'd be like, absolutely. Like we'd honestly probably even tell him, no, like, please don't see the mess. See, don't, you know, don't look at the man behind the curtain, you know, don't, don't walk into the front door. And uh, we, we see a glimpse of that in the story in, in Luke chapter 10. So the passage says in verse 38, while they were traveling, he being Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who also sat at the Lord's feet and was listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks and she came up and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to serve alone? So tell her to give me a hand. The Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has made the right choice, and it will not be taken away from her. You know, the first question I have to answer after reading that passage, was Martha necessarily being wrong in this story? Well, yes. I mean, clearly Jesus is in her home, and she's too busy, you know, preparing to to pay attention. But I don't think her motive and, and the attempt was wrong. Absolutely. I think a lot of times we just think if I can keep my hands busy, then I'm always doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. 
right? Yeah. That, well, I mean, you know, you read it in Scripture. The Lord came to serve and not be served. Martha, in her right mind, is, is serving in this time. But because she is just serving, um, she's missing Jesus. Yes. So one one of the things I'd like to just say while we were always busy, while we have so much going on, I think it's okay to say this. Busy isn't always better. No. And no. what I mean by that is you have a lot going on. I have a lot going on. But that isn't necessarily a badge of honor. It's it's just a season that we're in. And sure, there are some things that we can take off our calendar because we overload ourselves. Mm-hmm. Many of us, uh, including me for sure, uh, make that a problem. But there's also just the fact that we're in a season and, and we can just identify that I have a lot to do today, but that doesn't take away from who I am yeah. and it doesn't change my goals. And, and, and truthfully, the church culture gets this wrong a lot. We, we think because we went to bed exhausted that we did good. Well, what if all the things that we're doing are not the way Christ intended? Mm-hmm. Well, then all we did was just make ourselves busy. But it's working in conjunction with the Holy Spirit while you know being busy in that when you can begin to identify the beauty of serving the Lord. And I don't know if this will make sense to you, but I'm going to say it. When I am walking with the Spirit, I feel like a lot of my life slows down, mm-hmm. even though it's busy. Oh, absolutely. Ab- absolutely. It, it's um, There's a, a really, really famous book, and uh, sorry, side topic. Um, I didn't read it for years because I thought it was a love love book because the, the cover of it just looks kind of like lovey-dovey, and it's called The Screwtape Letters. Well, let me just tell you, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's C.S. Lewis, and it's a fantastic book, and there's a quote, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but th- this is like the meat of the quote of, if Satan can't have your soul, if Satan can't have your soul, he'll make you busy. Mm-hmm. And so, so often in our lives, like like we see Martha right here, we get so busy with, with these tangible things that we can be doing. Like, like Martha is just, she's going around cleaning and trying to make everything for Jesus, right? Trying to make everything right for Jesus. But Jesus is already in her home. You know, Jesus is already sitting right then and there. And so, like, I'll speak to the to the church aspect. When I first started at work, working at churches, I did not do well because every little task that was physical, whether it was printing a piece of paper, whether it was whatever it was, these little tangible kind of things, I was I was clinging to those and making that like, oh, that's my job. No, my job was to minister to the youth and to the church. And so why why we need bulletins, why we need websites, why we why we why we need uh, getting coffee for my pastor. I did that a bunch. Uh, why we why that you should still do that by the way. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> why we need those things? Like I was missing out on building relationships with the youth. I was missing out on building relationships with, with, with the church, and like I was I was running around and cleaning and doing these things and reality I, I was missing so much of what Jesus was was asking me to do um, yes. which was in that in that case minister well you, that screw tape letters quote you shared if Satan can make us busy then he can slowly pull us away from who we're worshiping and teach us to worship something else oh yeah and and we can accidentally worship worship excuse me we can accidentally worship 
things very quickly. So let me ask you, is, and when I say you, I don't mean just you Maverick. I mean, whoever's listening. Okay. Do you think that sometimes our, your calendar dictates your life more than you dictate your life to where it's like, I have all of these tasks that I have to complete today because my calendar is telling me that I have to have to complete them. And and there's nothing wrong with being organized and, oh, and yeah. doing what you're supposed to do. <clears throat> but my question to you is, would you be able to stop your calendar if you sense the Lord directing you to do something different? You know, if, if one of my children is just really struggling with their identity, would it end the world if instead of going to this practice, I went and just took them to Sonic and got them a drink and took that time and had that conversation and they missed that one practice? I'm not telling you to do that. I'm saying, is your calendar Lord of your life or is the Lord Lord of your life? Because if you can remind yourself that, then you can look at all the things you're doing and put them into perspective that, yes, I am going to baseball right now. But this is not my life. It's just something I'm doing right now. And, and if that's true, then being at baseball gives me the ability to represent Christ in that. Yes. Um, being able to stop and say, I, I can't do all of these things today because I have to make sure that I'm in my Bible. If you're in your Bible and you give that time to your Bible, then, then, then what you learn from the Bible is going to give you energy to accomplish all the rest of the tasks of the week. So when we say busy isn't always better, what we're really saying is Jesus is better mm -hmm. and let him be the Lord of your calendar, just like the Lord of our finances, the Lord of everything. Because if he's the Lord of our calendar, then our life is in a good perspective to take on the busyness from a much better um, stance. So Maverick, when you're doing a whole bunch of things, uh, this is kind of going to another thought, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, but when you're doing a bunch of things, do you feel like that there are times throughout your day that that like it gets quiet, even if it's just for a minute or two minutes? Well, let, let me first, um, let, me, let me back up a turn and then I'll answer that. Don't listen to this podcast thinking, man, I... I my calendar's so booked, I need, I need to just start canceling things because that is absolutely no. not what we're saying. What we're saying is a very simple biblical, um, a, a, a simple biblical belief. We cannot look like the world. The world lives by their calendar. the The world lives off busyness because the more busy you are, it's almost like the more successful you are. Um, I did a uh, not a mission trip, uh, but but a missionary came from the U.S. and and to talk, and they were from Spain. And I asked them, "Man, what's the most different thing about Spain than the U.S.?" And he goes, "The U.S. time is money." He goes, "In Spain." It, it's it's fellowship <laughs> he goes in spain it's all about like they're ready to stop working so that they can go to like honestly he was talking about the bullfights and all the parades that they do he goes it's so weird it's so much slower in spain than it ever is in america so don't listen to this saying man we need to to cancel all these things but to go to your question we can we can do uh, sports we can do busyness in a Christian godly way. One is like you said, there's always moments for Jesus. Well, Go No, yeah. like you're like I pick up my kids every day at a certain time, but in order to get the good spot in the pickup line, I have to get there 25 to 30 minutes early. And it is so easy to just take that time and and look at Instagram reels or check on, you know, the sports scores or all the things. And yeah. I've discovered 
God's given me a 25 minute moment of silence in my car. What if I gave 15 minutes of that just to some prayer, so to mm-hmm. some quiet, to some focus? It prepares me to to my children to get in the car and and be a be a better presence for them. Yeah. You know, I have an app on my phone called the One Minute Pause, and it's literally an app where you can you can hit the one minute pause and a prayer is just read to you. And and it would amaze you if you can just give a little bit of time to the Lord. We all have a minute we can spare. We all have five minutes we can spare. Um, Usually our Netflix accounts will remind us of how much time (laughs) we have to spare. So just take advantage of those little moments of pause in your busy time. Um, You know, take, take advantage of that and realize that God's gifted that for you. And God can do so much with a little bit of time to give you energy for the rest of the day. One thing I learned from uh, my father-in-law that, that I hope to, to be even remotely as good as him in this was he did something that goes, we always ate at the dinner table. And when he said that, I'm like, no, I've been with y'all for years. Y'all never eat at your dinner table. And he goes, no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. He goes, we're always on the go. There's always sports. You know, there's always something. Uh, you know, he's a father of two very, very uh, busy girls in very different ways. And he goes, no, we always, like when we go out to eat dinner or something, we're, we're eating at a table. And he goes, that's the moment where, man, no phones, no nothing. We're going to, he goes, I conversate with my girls. And he goes, that's honestly the best time I have to, to just really father them. And he goes, it, it, it has helped our relationship because they feel like at that time, we can talk about anything. We can talk about the greatness of the day. We can talk about the lows of the day. We can talk about struggles. We can talk about praises. And he goes, and we'll be in the middle of Chick-fil-A. And he goes, that's just our table. He goes, why, yes, sitting at the dinner table is great. He goes, so much in the busyness, we're not able to sit at our dinner table, but we're always able to to find a table. And so he, like that always stuck with me, and it's something I want to do because, again, I know how life is. I know how busy it is. But there's always these little moments that we can think of or that we can pray about and God can reveal to us where we can lead from a table or from a car or, or from wherever the business is. And that's how we don't look like the world. We, yes. we always take these moments and we, we're, we're being merry in, that, in those moments of like, okay, we're busy, but now Jesus is here. Let's, let's sit at his feet. It, it, you sound like a crazy person. when you begin to live like this or you look like a crazy person, but Martin Luther, the early reformer, he said a quote that I read in college that I thought made no sense. He said, sometimes my day is so busy that I have to devote even more time to prayer. Hmm. And I thought, what does he mean by that? And what he's actually saying is I have to always tell my schedule who's Lord of my life. And, and and you really, you made it, did a good job of saying that doesn't mean, hey, cancel all your events and come to church. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean, because the truth is, is the church can sometimes make you busy. Mm-hmm. We go through that as ministers all the time. And, and, and I have to stop in my day and go, Lord, you're the Lord of all of this. Mm-hmm. You're the Lord of my children. You're the Lord of my family. You're the Lord of all of the people. And God, there's going to come a moment when when Jesus is going to come back and all of our calendars are are not going to get fulfilled because it's all going to change. Yeah. So if that's true, if that's really true, then 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 I need to make sure that Jesus is with me uh, in the deer blind. He's with me, and, you know, behind the backstop cheering for my kids. He's yeah. he's he's with me at work. He's with me at school and he's with me when I'm putting those dates on my calendar, because this sounds crazy, but. If you missed one of the things in your calendar, 
you may think the world's going to come to an end, but, but just know it's actually not, it's actually (laughs) not. And give yourself a little bit of grace folks, because we feel all the time, like I've got to be here. I've got to be here. I got to be here. Do not put that on yourself. There's only one of you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You are not omnipresent. You're not Jesus, but if Jesus is with you everywhere you go, then you can learn to let him be the Lord of it all. And, and my, 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 my heart goes out to people that are going to bed exhausted every single day from all that they're doing. And my encouragement to you is just make sure Jesus is with you everywhere you are and it'll put it all into perspective. So be willing to be a Mary sometimes. Yes. I mean, Jesus even talks about, you know, come to me all who are weary and heavy burdened and I will give you rest. And that's something I struggle with all the time. You know, rest is a is a common topic between me and and my mentors, and and it's because we're so busy being a Martha, and we're not so focused on being a Mary sitting at the feet. And I reminded, I say this all the time, and it's more for me, but like from from a church perspective, uh, and maybe this applies, maybe this doesn't. Um, but it, we can never be too busy. As, as a church, as a church staff, to go visit people in the hospital, we can never be too busy as a church staff to go to go visit people in need. You as a you as a parent, you as a grandparent, you you as a youth or college student, you're never too busy to sit at the feet of Jesus. You're never too busy to to love on someone the way Jesus loves. Yes, and uh, that's what makes us not look like the world. And a great segue. If you really want to bless our ministers. I feel at ease um, when I'm sitting at a baseball game. And uh, if you'd like to just go as a church together and buy some season tickets for our staff to the (laughs) Ranger game, that would really bless us in this busy season to really represent the Lord in a special way. And listen, I would never use my position to abuse my power to receive gifts. But if you just really feel it in your heart to get us some uh, season tickets, then then I'll really be able to navigate this busy season. Maverick, you want to throw anything into that or... I want to disagree with you, but I can't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I just want to go to Evan Carter Day. That's all I want. Well, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe our church family can go to a, biz, a baseball game pretty soon. They, you know what? They will. And and maybe this Sunday, you you heard about. We're not going to the Rangers, but we can go to the Rough Riders. Even better, the Rough Riders. It's closer and it's easier, and there's a playground for my kids to play on. That's right. That's right. So, anyways, man, um, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Um, we enjoy doing this podcast and, uh, we, we just hope you get something out of it. Um, because really that's what we're doing. We're taking time just to communicate to you and to help you through your busy schedule. So anyways, we love you guys. Take care and we will see y'all soon. Bye guys.